Coming up on 5-Minute News. Jury finds Carl Rittenhouse not guilty in Kenosha murders. U.S. House passes $1.85 trillion social and climate bill. And U.S. opens COVID-19 vaccine boosters to all adults. It's Saturday, November 20. I'm Anthony Davis. Carl Rittenhouse was acquitted of all charges on Friday after testifying that he acted in self-defense in the deadly Kenosha murders that became a flashpoint in the debate over guns, vigilantism and racial injustice in the US. 18-year-old Rittenhouse began to choke up, fell forward toward the defense table and then hugged one of his attorneys as he heard a court clerk recite not guilty five times. The verdict in the politically combustible case was met with anger and disappointment from those who saw Rittenhouse as a vigilante and wannabe cop, and relief and a sense of vindication from those who regarded him as a patriot who took a stand against lawlessness and exercised his Second Amendment right to carry a gun and to defend himself. Supporters donated more than $2 million towards his legal defense. The Reverend Jesse Jackson, the longtime civil rights leader, said the verdict throws into doubt the safety of people who protest in support of black Americans. It seems to me that it's open season on human rights demonstrators, he said. Rittenhouse was charged with homicide, attempted homicide and reckless endangering for killing two men and wounding a third with an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle in the summer of 2020 during a tumultuous night of protests over the shooting of a black man, Jacob Blake, by a white Kenosha police officer. Rittenhouse, a then 17-year-old former police youth cadet, said he went to Kenosha to protect property from rioters, but that he came under attack and feared for his life. The anonymous jury, whose racial makeup was not disclosed by the court but appeared to be overwhelmingly white, deliberated for close to three and a half days. President Joe Biden called for calm, saying that while the outcome of the case will leave many Americans feeling angry and concerned, myself included, we must acknowledge that the jury has spoken. Former President Donald Trump, who at the time of the shootings said it appeared Rittenhouse had been very violently attacked, issued a statement on Friday congratulating Rittenhouse on the verdict, adding, if that's not self-defense, nothing is, and used the verdict as an opportunity to fundraise for his campaign. A fractious House handed President Joe Biden a marquee victory on Friday by approving a roughly $2 trillion social and environment bill, as Democrats cast aside disputes that for months had stalled the measure and hampered efforts to sell their priorities to voters. Lawmakers approved the legislation 220 to 213, as every Democrat but one backed it, overcoming unanimous Republican opposition. The measure now heads to the Senate, where changes are certain and disputes between cost-conscious Democratic moderates and progressives who seek bold policy changes will flare anew. For the moment, Democrats were happy to shake off a dispiriting period of off-year election setbacks. All that and the party's internal bickering have left voters with little idea of how the legislation might help them. 
The legislation is among the most expensive in years and is remarkable for its reach. It rewrites tax, healthcare, environment, education, housing and other policies, shoring up low- and middle-income families, helping the elderly and combating climate change. Most of it would be paid for with tax boosts on the country's highest earners, biggest corporations and companies doing business abroad. That includes new surtaxes on people earning over $10 million annually and a corporate minimum tax. Because of its size, scope and status as a symbol of what Democrats stand for, each party thinks the package will help in next year's midterm elections, when Republicans have a solid chance at capturing House and Senate control. Democrats see the 2,100-page legislation as overdue and long-lasting help for a vast swathe of the nation. The US on Friday opened COVID-19 booster shots to all adults and took the extra step of urging people 50 and older to seek one, aiming to ward off a winter surge as coronavirus cases rise even before millions of Americans travel for the holidays. Until now, Americans faced a confusing list of who was eligible for a booster that varied by age, their health, and which kind of vaccine they got first. The FDA authorized changes to Pfizer and Moderna boosters to make it easier. Under the new rules, anyone 18 or older can choose either a Pfizer or Moderna booster six months after their last dose. For anyone who got the single-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine, the wait already was just two months, and people can mix and match boosters from any company. The CDC had to agree before the new policy became official late on Friday. The CDC also put out a plea for those who had previously qualified but hadn't yet signed up for a booster to quit putting it off, saying older Americans and people with risks such as obesity, diabetes or other health problems should try to get one before the holidays. The expansion makes tens of millions more Americans eligible for an extra dose of protection. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? Or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions. Just two friends having a lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts.